Hey everyone, how are you doing today? Topic number three is really an interesting one. And, and I want to see what's going on in the refinance market because I believe historically speaking, when rates rise, that is the first market to feel it. So of course we're bringing on Matt, the mortgage guy, and I'm just going to ask him, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing good. So I'm curious, right? You have a huge book of business. You've got a whole team working for you. We've seen rates go up about half a percent on owner ox, maybe a point on investors, cash out refis, all that stuff. So I'm guessing your refi business might be slowing down a little bit, but maybe I'm wrong. What, what's going on? No, you're, you're, you're exactly right. And before we even get refinance application data, that's going to lag a little bit, you know, in my personal business, mm -hmm. I've already started to see it. And for me, it's perfect timing. Hopefully we get some more spring inventory. I've already got, you know, more and more purchase transactions in my pipeline and less refinance transactions. So um, probably a good thing for me on the lender level, probably a great thing for the, you know, lenders who are taking in all these loans that they don't have, you know, a spring market and more buyers alongside tons of refinance. And, you know, that's, that's what the issue was last year was there's so much business, you know, mm -hmm. there was 11 trillion in, in mortgages that could be refinanced with, a, with enough benefit, you know, that, that they should refinance last year. I think final tally purchase refinance, everything last year was like 4.3 trillion. And it was the biggest year in mortgage in uh, maybe it probably on record. And um, so, so tapering back refinance a little bit is, is probably a healthy thing for me and my well-being and my sanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you still have 24 hours in the day, right? <laughs> right. Right. And, and so lenders with their capacity issues. And, and so, you know, when you go from two, six to three, one, there's still tons of people that I talk to every day, you know, four and a quarter, four and a half or they need cash out to, to do, you know, an ADU in the back, or they need cash out for something, whatever it is, like there's still going to be plenty of demand. And I think there's going to be a lot of refinance written this year, just not as much as last year. You know, I think right. um, most of the people that, that are, are trying to predict and, and put, you know, stuff out there, say, you know, 30 to 40% decline in refinance, which sounds like this huge hit, but we had such a monstrous year last year that it still equates to a ton, a ton of refi. Wow. The other thing that's interesting is I'm curious, historically, let's think the last year, what percentage of your refi business, so not purchase, just refi, was rate in term versus cash out refi? Was it 50-50, 70-30? You got, you got a guess? I, I would say just off the top of my head that 35 to 40% was cash out. That's about what I'm hearing. Uh, because again, I asked that question as somebody who's experienced for 20 years. That was not the case in 06 you know, 05, 06, it was probably, I don't know, everybody was doing cash out, right? It, it was like a thing. Right. Uh, and that's obviously one of the dominoes that was set up for ultimately what became the great recession was everybody using their homes as ATMs. So again, at 30%, uh, you know, it's significant, uh, but it's certainly not the 80 or 75% that maybe it was in 06. Is that right? Point? Oh, for sure. And, and maybe we should touch on this because I think me and you are both anti YouTube you know, fear and doubt, yeah. you know, sky is falling type yeah. of content. Like and I've that. seen so much recently that's just talking about like, there's so much cash out refinance in 2020. You know what this means? The market's going to crash. I'll tell you this. If you look at the data for how much equity is in homes, we have, I don't even know what the exact numbers are, but so much more equity than back in 2006. Even if people refinance and do a cash out refinance in 2020, it's into a fixed rate 30 year mortgage that's as safe as can be. And, you know, 
like you said, if, if the numbers were double in 06 and people were doing a cash out refinance and they're getting into an arm or they're getting yeah. into some sort of IO or something, of course, of course that ended in a disaster. But if people take $30,000 cash out to do a home remodel and, and, and fix up their home that has gained 250,000 in equity, they go into a lower rate, their payment goes up by $57. That is not like high risk stuff that we should be afraid of, right? Yeah, I think um, that's very important about this time because again, the rates were so much lower. I I know, I know well over a dozen people who took out between twenty and forty grand, and their payments still went down. Right, right. <laughs> Go yeah. figure, right? Yeah, and that's the thing too. The conversations that I have around refinance is, you know, hey, if you only need five or six grand or eight grand, like don't do a cash out because it's a slightly higher rate. Yeah. But you know, if if you're going to do the refinance, because I had this conversation yesterday, and somebody said, I want to do this, this, and this should I do a refinance that's rate and term with no cash out and then finance that separate or should I do it together? And, you know, depending on your loan to value and all these different things, it's like, while you're there, while you're paying, you know, the lender fee and the title fees for this refinance. Yeah. Maybe it's only an eighth or a quarter higher and we take out the 45 grand and yeah. you do the roof, pay off all the credit card debt and do this or something. And so people are doing that. And, yeah. you know, with, with, the great run we've seen somebody's in a house that they owe 220 on and it's worth 750 refinance and outs 40 grand or 60 grand and owing 40% of what it's worth. I'm not worried for that client who has a payment that's $76 more than it was before. It's just not, not something. <laughs> now, where, does it keep where, you up at night? <laughs> yeah. But then when I see the YouTube videos, it keeps me up at night. Cause it's like the sky is falling. All this cash out refinance, the world's going to come to an end. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Just something you and I have to realize as people who do just share what we think is really going on is negative wins, or at least negative gets clicks. I just, I mean, if I thought things were horrible, I'd tell you, but I don't think they are. So it's it's kind of funny. If it if it bleeds, it leads, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, hey, buddy, I appreciate you getting these three videos done today. Where can people find you? Uh, a, if they want to get a mortgage or a refi in California, and again, plug your YouTube channel, please. Oh, for sure. Go check out my YouTube channel, Matt the Mortgage Guy. I'm I'm really leaning into it. I'm having a lot of fun making content. So go out there, check out the stuff. If there's anything you don't see, leave a comment. I'm happy to make a video on any questions you have. And if you're looking for a mortgage in California. California, Matt, M-A-T-T at MattTheMortgageGuy.com. Send me an email. My team will get it to me. We'll have you squared away. Even if you're outside of California, you just want advice. Hey, Matt, a lender told me five and a quarter on this fourplex. Does this sound crazy to you? Send me a copy of loan estimate. I'll give you a good advice, even if you're in Alabama or Louisiana. Very cool, man. I appreciate that about you. Thanks. Have a wonderful day. All right. Thanks, Mike.